Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Welcome again to Growing in Grace. I'm Mike with Joel. We are so glad you found us. Thanks for sharing us with a friend. I know we say that quite a bit, but we were just talking before we came on about how we, you know, we really didn't have a big advertising budget or a big marketing plan when we started Growing in Grace around eight years ago, but a lot of people found us. And uh, word of mouth is a big thing. It worked well for Jesus, right? Word of mouth, I think it did. And not all of that is necessarily a good thing, by the way. But we're, we're hoping that word of mouth will be a good thing for growing in grace. How's it going, Mr. Breeze Man? Yeah, it's going good, Mike with Joel. I think that's what you called yourself. You said you're yeah. Mike with Joel. <laughs> and I, didn't, I never knew your last name. I just always called you the cap. But, but anyway, yeah, now we have. Nowadays, eight years later, we have a huge budget. We advertise all over the world, billboards, and um, <laughs> it's not. We yeah. still, we still, eight years later here, and actually, this is podcast number 399. Next week, we're going to be doing number uh, 400, believe it or not. And uh, out of all of those, out of all, through all these years, we still, it is it's word of mouth. It's, hey, if you like what you hear, uh, just share it with somebody. And we would love you uh, to do that, and we'd love to hear from you if what we're saying is is meaningful to you. Really, it's just two guys here speaking from our hearts. We, like you say, we were talking a little bit beforehand, and I think it's just God wired you and me um, in a certain way, Cap, and we enjoy talking about this stuff. <laughs> I think if we didn't enjoy talking about this stuff, we there's no way we would have lasted eight years and 400 podcasts, but it's just what we do, and uh, we're just thankful to have um, anybody out there who's willing to give us a listen uh, to do that. Well, and it could be 1,400 podcasts if you'd kept the uh, tape rolling while we were talking (laughs) on the phone or talking uh, before or after uh, uh, the podcast being recorded, but... And maybe people would have got even more out of some of that conversation. But still, that's really what our program is about, is just casual conversation. Uh, I know there's teaching involved here, and hopefully it's bringing encouragement to you, just kind of redefining, so to speak, Christianity in your life, and hopefully bringing you to a place of, of greater understanding of who you are in Christ and the identity that we've inherited because of what Jesus did for us. You don't hear this kind of stuff in church very much. And there's a lot of people out there in the world today who go to church for a lot of different reasons. There's a lot of people in the world today who are not going to church for a lot of different reasons. I would submit, though, Joel, that perhaps there are a lot of people avoiding church. Maybe they've been there before, but you know they just couldn't seem to make it work. And probably one of the reasons why is because they were being force-fed a lot of religious stuff that had very little to do with the gospel, and they felt that they could not live up to whatever it was that was being communicated. They always just felt like they were falling short. And sometimes it's just easier to to go hide somewhere and forget that certain things even exist. You know, let's sweep it under the rug and pretend it's not there. I mean, even even Adam and Eve, you know, when, when they fell their first reaction was was to hide i just want to i just want to stick my head in a hole and pretend that there's nothing going on yet deep down 
that brings people into another kind of bondage, which is often the fear of death. And it shouldn't be that way either. So I think there's a lot of people out there who have been taught religion without much news of the gospel being presented to them. And therefore, they, they just uh, avoid anything to do with God altogether. And that's, that's not a good place to be. And we hope our podcast will, will help clear some things up that will allow you to, to walk in the freedom that, that we have in Christ. Yeah, like we were talking about uh, last week, the Bible can be the most dangerous book in the world if it's read, you know, with from the wrong lens, you know, with the, from the wrong point of view, so to speak, and and we talked a little bit about that last week, so go back and listen to that one. But I think a lot of people having misunderstandings about God and about who they are and about how He views them that is keeping them from the true, vibrant relationship with Him that they could have. I mean, He has already accepted us and given us every good thing. And a lot of people are still, based upon their view of the Bible or, or based, based upon their view of who God is, and, and this was me for many years, especially in my, you know, I grew up in the church, but in my late teens and early 20s, I had this view of God and about my life that until I get my act together, so to speak, until I can start living right and living the Christian life, until I can start doing that, then I can't have a relationship with God. I wanted one, and this was different than some people who want nothing to do with God, but I wanted a relationship with God, but I didn't think that I could have it because I thought that I had to get do it, start doing it right, start doing everything right. And uh, it was only until you know a big wave of God's grace came across me, really, uh, that I truly I, I began to understand that it's not about my performance, but it's about what God has already done for me, and the fact that it's Him who continues to do the work, because I could never do it. I could never. I mean, if I, if just say you know I'm in my mid forties now, and let's just say I've got another thirty or forty years, I could never live the rest of my life maintaining this relationship with God. I couldn't do it. I know from experience that I can't do it, but I know that God can, and God has, and God will continue to do it. And so it's all based upon a new understanding of the Scriptures, a new understanding. It's actually not something that's new, but it's something that's new to me. And indeed, we do hope that this understanding of God's goodness and kindness and grace and mercy and love will help other people as well to be able to have that free relationship with Christ that he's made available to us. Yeah, because, you know, the Bible is called the Word of God, which we believe it is. Our understanding of this Word of Truth may not be perfect. In fact, there's a million different beliefs out there, but, you know, people will just think that the the whole thing applies to them. And just some, some basic ABCs here, I mean, we got the Old Testament, we've got the uh, Gospels, the life of Jesus. We've got the, the New Covenant, the New Testament with the writings of Paul and others. And some people just think this is just all meshed together somehow. And it is to a point. But, for example, the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, will point us to Christ. But there's a whole bunch of stuff in there that does not apply to us. And we've gone through a number of these before, and we're not going to just start separating out scriptures. But just give, let me just give one example here, Joel, that and you'll find a verse like this throughout, especially the Old Testament. In Isaiah 59, 2, But your iniquities, or your sins, have separated you from your God, and your sins have 
hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. That is not a passage of scripture that applies to believers in Christ under the new covenant. It's an old covenant scripture. It was being spoken to people under that old covenant, the Jewish people. So I'm I'm just making a point here that people easily misunderstand the scriptures. And another thing that because of religious teaching and misunderstandings of the scriptures and not rightly dividing the word of truth, many people out there, as I was saying, who just don't want anything to do with God anymore or anything to do with church anymore or any of those kinds of things because deep down inside, most human beings who who have not come into a greater understanding of the gospel anyway, and even some of those who have, there's this need to feel like there's something we need to do. And I like what you were saying, Joel, about how you came to the realization once you came into a greater understanding of truth with a capital T. Once you did, you began to realize this was not about you and what you did. But by and large, most of what religion has taught us in Christianity or any other kind of religion, what what it has taught us is that it's about performance. The responsibility is on us to perform and live up to a certain standard, and that's why you've got so many people staying away, because deep down, they know they're not, and they just want to go hide in the bushes. Yeah, and that the, indeed, that was me, and that passage that you brought up from Isaiah, uh, um, Isaiah 59, too, your, your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. That was essentially, even though I don't know if I had ever heard that verse in particular, but that was my view of God, that my iniquities, which were many, had separated me from God. It had caused him to hide his face from me so that he wouldn't hear. And so I thought, until I can get my stuff in order... Then God will find, he'll stop separating himself from me. He'll, uh, my, he won't hide his face from me anymore, he, and he'll start hearing me, and so on and so forth. And what is, it was all based upon a misunderstanding because that scripture had a purpose. There is a valid reason for that scripture in there, an old covenant reason. But now the truth is that I came to see the new covenant promise is that God would remember our sins no more. And that is where we live right now. You know, through the cross, God reconciled us to himself. He doesn't hide from us. He doesn't separate himself from us. We've been made one with him, no longer separated from him in any way. And so when we begin to see some of these things in the right light, then we'll realize, yes, that passage from Isaiah had a valid purpose at that time and for those people that it was spoken to, that it was written for. But now, in Christ, everything has changed. Everything has changed. And so we have this freedom, the ability to have a, a free relationship with God because he himself has done everything that's ever been necessary for us to have a very close and tight walk. <laughs> walk with him. He, he, he wants that, us to have that. Yeah, uh, and... You're right, though. I mean, the the scriptures are put in there for a reason. Uh, Just understanding what applies to you and what doesn't will help you in this walk we call grace. You know, you take a verse like what we were just reading there, where sin separated us from God, basically, and God doesn't hear us anymore. That's what Isaiah was telling those people back at that time. Take a verse like that, and now shine the, the light, the little flashlight of the new covenant on it. As you were saying, Joel, there was some, some good news that came with the new covenant, and that is that God would remember our sins no more, and, and that the blood of Jesus 
has taken away sin, not just covered it up temporarily with some sort of forgiveness from the blood of an animal or something like that. The slate has been cleaned and he did it all. And so this is the good news here, though, is that we can look at, at scriptures like this out of context or in, in the proper context, I should say, and look back on it and say, okay, this is how it used to be for those under the law. This is why the law was given, the commandments and, and other things uh, related to the Old Covenant. And now those of us under the New Covenant can look back. and Because, again, the entire Old Covenant, now we don't always see it close up. Sometimes you've got to step back, you know. You're, you're looking so close at the trees you can't see the forest, you know. And mm-hmm. sometimes we've got to step back and see the forest and understand that really the entire Old Covenant was designed in one big picture to lead us to the cross of Christ and and the new covenant. And so understanding these kinds of things is going to help you because a lot of people just feel guilty and condemned and they don't feel like they're living up to the standard that the religious folks have told them to live up to. And therefore, they, they just don't feel they're worthy of God. And so maybe next week, Joel, we can talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, that's a really good idea, Cap. Uh, that's what's coming up then next week. Right here on Growing in Grace, more good news for us to share in right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.